Mary Maria Sprout. 15 seconds to curtains, you three. Oh. Oh. No one's here. Well, I guess I'll just be going then. Talking podcast. I am one of your hosts, Mary. I'm Maria. And I'm Sprout. And we're very happy for you guys to get to know us and talk about all things Muppets and Jim Henson related. All right. Uh, first things first, I just want to start with a quick disclaimer. Uh, there was a podcast that used to be called Muppet Fans Talking that has been out of rotation for about a year and a half. This is a completely different podcast, and I send all the love and well wishes to everybody who used to work on the original Muppet Fans Talking podcast. Now, to start out, I would like to just, just so you guys can get to know us, uh, there's this theory going around Twitter right now that everybody's made up of at least two Muppets, so I thought we could just start off by introducing that. So I'm a mixture of Gonzo and Janice. Uh, what about you guys? I am, ooh, I, I def, definitely Gonzo. I feel like, ooh, I'm going to say Scooter and Gonzo, but in my head, it's like the adult version of Skeeter that we've only got in the comics. I want her in real life. <laughs> I love her. For me, definitely Boober Fraggle. And I have the clumsiness over. I'm going to go with Grover. Nice. I feel like oh. I, oh, I've, I'm like, I feel like I have to explain mine. I want to be Janice because I want to be really cool, calm, collected, but I know I'm just like this outcast who thinks really big like Gonzo. <laughs> I, I'm thinking about it and my brain is going like, no, you're definitely Prairie Dawn. I'm very like the Aww. control freak of like, Everything has to go right. Get out of my chair. Um, Me setting up this podcast. <laughs> definitely, yeah. Same, same. Um, do, you, do you remember there's, uh, it's like the Singing in the Rain parody where Prairie Dawn's the director. Yes. Oh, I'm, yeah. I'm definitely that one of just like, get out of my chair or I will fire you. <laughs> oh, dang. We better not screw up, Sprout. Oh, no, you won't. It's fine. I keep her under control with, like, the scooter of, like, yes, sir, anything you want, sir. <laughs> so you're in her intern? <laughs> yes. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> the, out, the, the outer thing I project is, is scooter. The inner thing is Prairie Dawn of, like, I'm the star here. Damn it. <laughs> yeah, I think Janice is my inner and Gonzo is, like, the outer. Like, mm -hmm. I, like I'm a Gonzo son with a Janice, like, a Janice Moon with a, I'm trying to figure out who my rising Muppet would be. And that's a hard one for rising, me. Rising Muppet. That's my hard. rising Muppet. Who's your gateway? It's like gateway Muppet, but, po but positive. Um, Gonzo. That's my rising Muppet. That's a good one. I, <laughs> think, rising. I think Scooter's my right. Scooter might be my rising Muppet because I, or maybe it's Kermit, but I feel like anyone who says Kermit is like a little like, okay, are you though? They're just Are they're you either, really Kermit? They're either white bread or they don't know Kermit. That's that's my brain. That's well, I what give, I think. how it goes. Well, I give off really white bread vibes, so <laughs> fair, fair. 
Hmm. Sprout, do you want to explain yours? What's your rising Muppet? (laughs) I'm trying to think about. I don't know enough about Zodiacs. Uh, The rising is kind of like the energy you portray to others. Hmm. Probably Grover would be my rising because I usually come off as very happy. But on the inside, or once people get to know me, I'm more of a realist slash pessimist. <laughs> like I, Boober. So that's where Boober comes in. I yeah, think that's I, the Boober part. I think I'm going to have to change my rising Muppet to Prairie Dawn because I just realized, oh, <laughs> that's who you are. <laughs> Got it. Check. Her. Have you guys watched uh, Elma's Not Slate Night Show? Uh, it's on my watch list. It is on my watch list once I get um, uh, Hulu. I don't have, uh, or HBO. I don't have HBO Max, unfortunately. I've watched a handful of the, like, this one with John Oliver, things like that. Tom Mulaney, the important episodes. Yeah. (laughs) And um, there's other shots where it goes behind the scenes, like Prairie Dawn's direction, things that. Oh, nice. It's so good. I've I've watched, there's a few, like, free episodes on their YouTube channel that I've watched that I've really liked, and it really feels like, I don't want to put down now Sesame Street, because I love Sesame Street now, it's just, it feels very much like the comedy stylings of earlier Sesame yeah, Street. Yeah. Oh, that's, that's, that's good to hear, because I wanted to, I really want to watch the Little Nas X episode, because mm-hmm. I think Little Nas X is one of the funniest people like at least music artists using social media right now. And I think that'd be, I think he'd be a really good mix for the Muppets in general. Like if yeah. there was a modern day, like Muppet show, like in the same style of the original, I would want Lil Nas X to host. That's, he'd be top on my list. So what about us, Sprout? Do you have an idea who you'd want to do um, host if there was a modern Muppet show? I'm still going to root hard for John Oliver because I already how much he loves the Muppets and he's funny as hell I okay I have two because one one he kind of already did is Bobby Moynihan for the live shows he was fantastic on those live shows and the O2 um video is on YouTube and you can watch it and it's like the full thing and it's fantastic and um I wish we could get it here like a tour or maybe like on Broadway or something once everything reopens uh but my second and I don't know why John Mulaney I want I think I feel like John Mulaney would be good I I I know when he was doing promo for uh the sack the sack lunch bunch I can't talk today for the sack lunch bunch he mentioned one of his main inspirations for that was Sesame Street. So I think yeah. he's got such a deep, I think he's got such deep, such a deep love for it. Also, John Mulaney, I think, would be fit in very well with, well, what is going on here, Atmosphere? I am a very tall man, and there are these very little puppets. What is going on here? <laughs> and I think there's a lot of possibilities for that. Mm-hmm. I feel like John and Piggy would have a very good comedic like duo thing of like okay 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 um also him and ralph i don't know why maybe it's because i'm biased and love ralph um i would put ralph as like one of my two muppets but i'm not cool enough or i'm not i can't be ralph i love him he's like my boy but i can't i can't be him 
He's like the coolest Muppet. And also I love this wisdom that they gave him. Like he's, he's kind of wise when you think about it. Like he's got a good philosophy going. I like that. Yeah. Him and Floyd don't get a lot of time together, but I feel like they're, they are like, there's like the, like the linear points of coolness and they're both on the same thing, but like opposite of the spectrum. Like, Ralph is the like this very like philosopher type and Floyd is Floyd, you know. <laughs> if there were two Muppets to host a podcast together, I'd want it to be Ralph and Floyd because I know I'd be so calm. I'd have like my life figured out if that happened because they both seem to have it together. <laughs> they do they have it together. I feel like there would either be like, you know, drugs or alcohol involved with either oh, yeah. one of them. You know, they, uh, they each got their substance of choice, and that's cool. And that's yeah. cool for them. Um, <laughs> we're not here to judge. No. Um, I, I, now I just want a Ralph and Floyd podcast. What have that you is, done to me, Mary? I'm so sorry. I speak things into existence, and people realize, oh, that's oh. what I've always wanted. Yeah. Matt Vogel, like um, Bill Beretta, we know you're not listening, but if you are, <laughs> um, you both have your own podcast. Why don't you talk to Disney and try to get your own podcast together as these characters? Come on. Why would Disney yeah. say no? I mean, they already have the equipment. Like They already have the equipment. Yeah, that's they all. Have, they have the fan base. Come on. Disney. They don't even need a video. It. They could just talk it. We, I'd listen to it. I'd stream it. Please. They're doing a DuckTales podcast. I mean, I, come on. I think, I really hope the DuckTales podcast does well, because one, I love the Duckverse. I love what Frank and Gones, and Same. I'm forgetting the other the other executive producer's name, and I feel so guilty. It's Matt something. I'll look it up. I'm I so sorry. I, I think what they... I think what they've done is so really cool and it's so cool and interesting. But another thing that's interesting is that I want it to do well. So Disney's like, hey, podcasts are profitable. Let's see what else we can dip our toes in with it. Exactly. The producer you're thinking of is uh, Matt Youngberg. That is it. Okay. I knew it was Matt something and I felt so guilty. But he's like, he's super cool on Twitter. So yeah. Um, But I completely agree. I I hope that the that uh, DuckTales podcast does well so we could get more podcasts in different universes say the Muppet ones maybe maybe wait, wait. one day the Muppet fans will get fed I would love I would love some food please thank you oh, maybe a little entree Muppet fans talking will pop off that day <laughs> yes it'll be like we did it guys we did it guys oh my we god we did it we did it guys we got something we did it. Um, I'm still not not around. Disney. I could easily see them doing a Fraggle Rock podcast based on the shorts that Apple TV put together. I could see them doing it, but making it an Apple Music exclusive. Yes, true. I mean, Sesame Street does have a podcast. Good for them. We Good completely glossed over. There's a character named Foley, <laughs> which I think is great um, because it's a, about you know. Foley and sound. That's so lovely. Um, oh, one thing we should talk about is which Muppets we are in the artwork. Oh, yeah. Sorry, I forgot that. I am, 
I am like the humanoid Muppet wearing the yellow sweater holding the notebook. That's me. Uh, I am in the middle. I am the blue whatnot Muppet um, with the glasses because I'm blind. <laughs> I'm a fraggle because of course I am. Perfect. Because fraggles. Um, I, I truly love the art on there. I, I oh, love right. the artwork we have. It's so vibrant and specific and um i don't love know the art style. Like sketchy i love i love how like sketchy it looks i love the art style because everything looks very fluid in it like i love how yeah. i love how like my arms look holding that notebook i think it's just so cool i know that's a really weird thing to point out but i love it <laughs> yes that's my best um, friend i feel like a proud mom and can yes, you what, and can, what is her username so our lovely fans can follow her yeah. Her username is airferret3, all one word. Beautiful. And it yes. is, I, it's in the description for the Twitter page of our podcast. Awesome. Yay. And that is her Twitter account, so. Yes. We don't have an Instagram because I'm not dealing with that. No. Instagram decided violence. It hates us, apparently. We tried. We tried. We tried. We, we tried. We tried. I Stayed up for two nights, constantly rehitting send uh, verification code and got nothing. So yep, there was an effort uh, made and it didn't pan out. There was a true effort made and it didn't happen. Oh well. So um, someone steals our likeness on Instagram. We are coming for you. Yeah, we will find you, <laughs> and we will we will lecture you with Jim Henson quotes, which might be a fate worse than anything else. We will send you fan cams. What about our favorite Muppet Show episode? Oh, for me, that's Gilda Radner. Easy. I like, I think I love every SNL person. And also Mm -hmm. I'm just a huge Gilda Radner SNL Saturday Night Live fan. As some of you may know. And Gilda Radner is my, like my favorite cast member of all time. I think she was... I think she just did so much, she did so much work on that show that's so funny and so hilarious that still holds up wonderfully. I think Emily Latella is a timeless character. Yes. And mm-hmm. Same with Roseanne Rosanna Dana. And I just think she's just such a really cool and awesome person. And when she was on The Muppet Show, she integrated into that world so perfectly. Perfect. She and Richard as Beaker, just such beautiful comedic timing. Just warm and mystery. They it was amazing um i that's tough i do love that one another one and that's a season three episode if i'm uh not i think it is um another season three episode that i love i don't know if it's my favorite but i can't decide at the moment so i'll just say it's the pearl bailey episode um she's a fantastic singer it's a very just a funny episode in general but also I I love the idea that the Muppets are like we're gonna put on like a renaissance thing all of our music is not renaissance um also the people that know me know that I love Floyd and Janice um so and it had a heavy uh like look at their relationship which I'm all for um and it had some great Gonzo moments as well which I love and I, I love when Gonzo gets to shine yeah, I love that scene where he, where they're like, well, who's playing the Black Knight? And he just comes on the armor and I just cry yeah. laughing every time. 
Where it's like, it's a mystery, guys. And you it's see that mystery. giant beak, and it's, ugh. Yes. Every time they do that, especially like with the um, Star Wars episode, where, where it just shows his nose, and it's like, oh, it's, <laughs> yeah. it's gone, so. It's got a trademark. It's got a trademark. got a trademark. You gotta own it. Um, my favorite, I'm gonna go for more of the nostalgic route on picking it. Because mm-hmm. I used to watch it on repeat. It was the Twiggy episode. Oh, that's a good oh. one. That's a good one. I love her cover of In My Life. That is what made me love it. One of my earliest hyperfixations was the Beatles. So when I got really oh. into the Muppets and saw that, it blew my mind. <laughs> oh, have you, read, um, have you read Patty Boyd's autobiography? I know this is a Beatles-related thing, but have you read it? It's so good. I haven't. I haven't. She was uh, George Harrison's first wife, and it is, I read it, I finally, I read, it took me about a year to read it, and it is so good. Oh, I'll have to nice. put that on the list. I, um, I, now my brain is just like, you should have said this, because I'm thinking of, like, the Elton John episode, oh, and, and I'm, one. yeah, <laughs> or, or the Carol Burnett episode, or the Julie Andrews oh, episode, mm. and my brain is just going, ah, no, the Elton John episode is when I realized I had a problem and that I know more about Muppets than I should. Because I watched the uh, Crocodile Rock number and I got, went, just went, oh, that's Dave, Frank, and Jerry singing backup, which I don't remember if those were the voices specifically. And then I looked it up on my Muppets wiki and I was right. And I went, Mary, I'm, you have a problem. <laughs> Mary, you, we do the same thing. I'm always trying to pick it, picking out either like specific puppetry styles or specific like voices. And even though um, Jerry Nelson had a gigantic range, I could always pick him out for some reason. And oh, I don't I know why. Always... He's got this certain warmth and tone to his voice. And once you yeah. figure that out, he's so much, he is so easy to pick up. Because yeah. even the best voice actors, like your Tom Kenny's and your Frank Welker's, they, yeah. al- they always have this certain tone and like reflection. Mm-hmm. And Jerry Nelson has that. Even even Mel Blanc had it, had it. I think everybody has a certain tone reflection to their voice. Yeah. yeah. Dave is very easy to pick out when it comes to, like, singing. <laughs> yes. And this so, is not, a like, a jab at Dave or anything. Oh, I love no, he's singing. great. He's great. It's just he's one of the, like, easier uh, Muppet people to pick out when, when it comes to, like, singing. Yeah, um, he's, a, also, he's a great singer. I feel that with Steve Whitmire, too. Yeah, he's Steve's got a very yeah. pick out. He's got a very distinct tone, and it's harder to pick out with his Kermit because he, it felt it feels like he's like covering it up, but he's got a very distinct tone when you hear his Wembley or his Rizzo. Yeah, um, or like Bean Bunny, because Bean Bunny is just like sort of it's it's kind of, kind like, of like a Wembley adjacent kind of. It's kind of like how Gobo and Robin or or uh, Jerry and Emmett. Adjacent. Yeah, yeah, and Emmett. Emmett was Robin before Robin was Robin type thing. Right. <laughs> um, favorite Muppet movie? Oh, it's a Muppet movie, 1979, hands down. Same. I remember Same. I remember watching that movie for the first time when I was in, I want to say, seventh grade. And mm. I watched it on YouTube, and it was in, like, seven parts. Like, not seven, <laughs> like, 12 parts. Yeah. Like, seven-minute chunks. And I watched them all consecutively on my iPod Touch. <laughs> and I was hiding this from my parents at the time because I couldn't be up past a certain point because I was a child. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I remember just hiding under my bed covers with like my three foot charger watching the Muppet movie. 
Nice. Um, I don't remember which Muppet movie I saw first. Um, because I, I was more of like seeing like Sesame Street stuff uh, before like Muppet Show Muppet stuff. Um, but I, I love the original 1979 movie. I watch it the most. But I didn't realize how much I liked The Great Muppet Caper until I couldn't watch it because I moved and I, I have on my desk over there, um, I have all the DVDs of all of the movies and you know tv shows specials anything i can get my hands on i have um and in that move i had all of them except i lost the great muppet caper and i couldn't uh get a new one for a, a very long time and then once i finally got to buy a new copy and watch it i was like i forgot how much i loved this so the, yeah. those are very similar in my love yeah the first time i watched the great muppet caper i didn't really gel with it that much because i was an annoying seventh grader and I was, like, <laughs> watching these movies, like, way later than I should have been watching them on multiple parts on YouTube, which mm -hmm. might have done something. But I realized how much I loved it this year when I, like, took a break from other Muppet movies and watched it. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, oh, this movie is pretty and it has bops. It does. It has some great characters. Lady Holiday, I can, I've written an essay about her. I can write more. I love Lady Holiday. She's amazing. Um, what a girl boss. What a, what girl, a boss. girl boss. Um, and I love the, I just, the soundtrack. I, I know some people don't like it. I just, it's a specific, you know, movie vaudeville soundtrack that I love. Um, and I also, I could talk forever about how Frank Oz had to tie bricks to his feet so Piggy could swim <laughs> underwater. I, I could rant about that. Do you guys know about that? Oh, I know about it. And he had to like suck in oxygen yes, before each oxygen. shot. Because they could, there couldn't be bubbles underneath Peggy. Ugh. That man is a trooper. And I feel like we don't give him enough credit, even though he's one of the most famous puppeteers ever. He deserves yeah. more credit. He, Frank Oz is not only a national treasure, he's an international treasure because he was born in the UK. So he's an international treasure. Hey. He is a galactic treasure because he is a star. <gasps> oh. I mean, he was Yoda. He was Yoda. He was Yoda. He was Yoda. There we go. He is Yoda. He is Yoda. We tied it around. We tied it up. We did it. Um, the dots, we've connected them. <laughs> we've, we are over here with our red <laughs> string behind us, and we've connected everything. Um, Sprout, what about your favorite uh, Muppet movie? First, 79. <laughs> we're all the same um I can remember when I first got into the Muppets it was just watching the Muppet show I had the first season on DVD and religiously watched it and my mom was like you know they have movies right and it blew my mind and <laughs> she brought that home and then it became that was the religiously watched movie and she found a and gifted it to me and then I had it for weeks on end Playing that on repeat, so it's like a, a weirdly soft spot movie for me. Aw, it's a I... soft spot movie of annoying my family. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to remember what which of the movies I saw first because my memory is Swiss cheese, but also I just tore through as much Muppet content as possible. Uh, 
I know so. my wait, wait, wait. I know my very okay. first Muppet special, and that was a very merry Muppet Christmas because that came out when I was about three or four years old, and I remember my parents changing the channel after a certain point. So. <laughs> <laughs> so, it gets a lot of flack, but it still feels, I don't know, it's because it was written by Jerry Jewell and his writing is so distinct. He has a very distinct voice with, with writing. And so that movie, the, the special movie, whatever you want to call it, gets a lot of flack. But for me, it, it feels very Muppety, even if it's not the best executed. Oh yeah, yeah, I watched it. I watched it for the first time this year as an adult. And I'm like, this is great. This was made for me. Like 22-year-old Mary, this was made for her. I do not know who it was made for in 2003, <laughs> but in 2021, it's for me. It's for me here. I know it feels like fan fiction, but sometimes we need fan fiction when we watch movies, okay? Oh Leave yeah, sure. Yeah, during, like, my angsty, like, teen phase, I would listen to the song that Kermit and Gonzo sing. Oh, it's such a good song. It's, that, that's, like, it's, like, if you're, like, an angsty teen and you're looking for a good Muppet song, it's that one. I'm gonna look up the name while you guys... Every, it's have. called Everyone Matters. Oh, thank you're you welcome, for it. I, again, I listen to this religiously. I know it. It's so good. Also... Jerry Jewell went to specific puppeteers and asked, like, hey, where would your characters be if Kermit didn't exist? And he listened to them and wrote that into the movie. And I think that's very, like, that's so, oh, it's so good. That makes it that even sweeter. Me, yeah. That makes me question Scooter's ending even more. <laughs> well, Richard he didn't wasn't have a there. Yeah, he didn't have a puppeteer at that point. He didn't have a steady puppeteer. I don't know who he asked with that one. I don't know who came up with the idea of nightclub. Um, one day I would like to ask somebody who worked on that of like, ask, hey, why? Ask why Brian. Now? Ask Brian. He did the puppeteering yeah. for Scooter there. So I'd, hey, I'd ask Brian. Brian. <laughs> not, hey, not Brian. We know hey, you're Brian. not listening. <laughs> we know you're not listening to this podcast, but we would love to know what the heck. Also, in this what universe, does that? that mean Skeeter is, like, the nerdy one, since, like, Scooter's the cool one? Is Skeeter wait, the nerdy one? Wait, what, what does that mean Skeeter's doing in this universe, then? Well, I don't think she's go-go. I well, have maybe questions. She was. I, I feel have like, questions. I feel like she she might have done, like, a, a, a summer of go-go dancing, uh, which I find funny. But I, I feel like she's... Uh, in my head, in the head canon that I have, it she's um, sh she's like a sports uh, like writer, like illustrator writer, uh, and she has like a cool band. Like she's the cool one. She plays bass. She's she's the one that like knows what her life is. And Scooter's like, I I need to go have a panic attack, you know, type. Yeah, <laughs> like that's their that's their dynamic. Um, and if you want to know more about what I think of uh, Skeeter, listen to my fake podcast, the Skeeter podcast, where I just talk about Skeeter for an hour and a half. It doesn't <laughs> exist yet. It doesn't exist yet. It's just me. There's Coming. nobody else is going to be on the podcast. <laughs> it's just me talking into the void while I'm pacing uh, in my room. With special guest star, Howie Mandel. <laughs> <laughs> he was in Mups, I mean. Yeah. W wasn't he Skeeter? 
Yep. I think so. I nailed that then. I nailed that. I absolutely nailed that. I will look that up. Also. Peter? All right. Do we want to talk about our Muppet Henson related news that we got for the week? Because I've got um, like, I've got at least three things. Yes. Let's go. All right. I'm going to. Awesome. I'm going to. Okay. I've got three things and I'm going to do them from um, least from smallest to biggest. Smallest okay. being. I finally fulfilled my childhood dream last night of finally seeing the Muppets Wizard of Oz. Do oh. not ask me why that was a childhood <laughs> dream of mine, but I finally saw it and it was an experience. I It was an experience. <laughs> they were horny for this one. They were... Well, it, it was, was a Quentin Tarantino pitch. What were you expecting? It was. Why? There was Who decided this? Brian? Tarantino. <laughs> Brian Henson, we need to have a talk. <laughs> but and I feel like... I feel like it wasn't a true Quentin Tarantino project because there weren't enough feet. <laughs> well, it's a Muppet movie. You can't have too many, you know, feet shots. Because then you just get people's know. armpits. <laughs> um, you might have a thing for those, too. Who knows? Oh, God. Let's not get into that. Um, <laughs> All right. The second thing is, uh, this, this was happened directly a week ago was that mm-hmm. I decided to go with go to lunch with my parents, which was a nice time. And mm-hmm. we were talking about Jim Henson. And my mom decided to mention for the first time that my grandfather rode in an elevator with him. That's insane to think about. It really is. That for is some reason, they were both in Ohio, where neither of them are from. Uh-huh. And they were just in an elevator together with some other guy who's like, oh, that's Jim Henson. And that, and I've decided to make that my entire personality from here on out. <laughs> Are we sure that this, the, the third guy wasn't trying to trick your grandfather of just like, oh, yeah, this was... tall guy with a beard? No, it sounded like him, according to my grandfather. I mean, I don't have any photographic evidence because this was like the 70s, but I fully believe my grandfather. I'm going to look up Jim Henson, Ohio. I don't, he see... could have been doing anything there, really. He could have just I been. Know. It could have been, like, a, p- a convention or... Oh, there is a um, Columbus Center of Arts. Um, That's probably where it that, was. That has a museum there that, that has a Jim Henson uh, puppetry exhibit. Uh, maybe it has something to do with that. Yeah, I don't I know. to take a trip. It could have it been anywhere. Maybe he just really liked Ohio. The thought of of Jim Henson liking Ohio is very funny <laughs> to me. Of just like, yeah, I I work in London and New York and L.A., but my favorite place, Ohio. Ohio. Well, Ohio is very quiet, and I think he I he could have been someone who liked that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. He's from Mississippi. Yeah, yeah, he was from Mississippi, and he lived in Washington. I, again, I couldn't even tell you what my grandfather was doing in Ohio. <laughs> I couldn't even tell you that. Once we invent time travel uh, for the Jim Henson biopic, then then we could go to Ohio and figure out what happened. Exactly. Once we get Laura Dern from the 80s. Yeah. That's a whole nother episode that we're going to talk about. Oh, yeah. that'll be That's a fun one coming up. We might have a uh, guest star for that one. I'm very excited for that one. 
and I'm excited to try to contest some of your casting because no. I, I love most of your casting, but there's some where I'm just like, hold on. There's somewhere I'm not budging. There's somewhere I'm not budging. I'm not budging on my casting for Jim. I'm not budging on my casting for Steve. I'm okay, not I'm, bud I'm not budging on my casting for uh, Richard and I'm not budging on my casting for Dave. And I'm, I'm not okay. budging on my Jerry. Okay, none of those I'm contesting. The the one I'm contesting at the moment that I can think of uh, is Frank. And, I'm trying to give um, a man a job. I'm trying to give a man I know a you're job. <laughs> I'm, okay, so we can get we'll off get Twitter. into this. We'll get into this later in the next episode. All right. Um, and then third, want... oh, I've got one more thing. And the yes, third thing can. was uh, I call the segment "Mary decided to open her big stupid mouth." That's is, what I was um, going to mention. I saw I was on Twitter one day because I love Twitter. It's so much fun. And there's this girl who made like a hype. I'll look for the tweet, but she made a hypothetical tweet about Cookie Monster. Mm -hmm. And I got, I just got to find it. Yep. She's, uh, this per, yep. Uh, she said, if I learned one thing being on Twitter, it said every group slash person on earth has a stand. I could be like, I can't stand cookie monster. And someone named cookies dynasty 76 will come out of nowhere. Like, and you, and you worried about cookie monster for what? And then I decided for to what? quote retweet. And I decided to quote retweet that quote retweet that by saying, we don't do anything and Muppets twit still gets dragged. And that became a whole thing on Twitter. It is my most popular tweet of all time. Our mentions were ruined. Oh my, I had a lot of people coming after me on Twitter and I, I don't care. I know who I am. I know my worth. You can't hurt me. You don't know and me. Will, and we will protect Cookie Monster with our lives. We will. But also a lot of people were like, oh, that sounds lovely. Muppets Twitter. Yeah. We, we got a lot of, um, stuff from uh like uh, a lot of following for our podcast because we did promo our podcast which like good for us oh yeah we started before that day i'd say we had maybe around 63 followers mm -hmm. and we have well over 100 right now insane it is yes hello right. to those new people that found us awesome yeah. hi um, hello and Sprout, what's your Muppet news of the week? Hmm. I think mainly I was just watching the descent of madness that was Twitter. <laughs> Whether it was the biopic announcement with our small group or just that monstrosity that happened that you just mentioned. Mine. Just sidelined the whole thing. It did. It sidelined everything. Mine, I would say, is... Uh, besides all of that, was uh, starting this podcast with my two good friends. Aww. Aww. Uh, uh, <laughs> <laughs> all right, I, I thought one of you guys were going to mention the tweet that was made before we start recording. Oh, oh. yes, I, w I will mention that. Kermit the Frog, hold on, let me look it up exactly, but Kermit the Frog decided... He's after our brand. He's after our livelihood. Get him. He, get him. Get his ass. I'm turning into Doc Hopper right now. Get that frog. Get that frog. He has Disney money. He doesn't need this. Is the mouse not feeding him anymore? I mean, no. Have you seen <laughs> the content? This is what Kermit uh, tweeted. He said, 
it seems like all of the uh, at the Muppets are thinking about getting into podcasts. Uh, Dr. Honeydew is working on the PhD cast. Uh, at Go for Scooter is working on the casting cast, and at Statler Waldorf are working on the Blah cast. Maybe I'll join them and launch the Pond cast. So he's coming after our brand. One, two, we did try to promo ourselves and ask for a collab underneath that tweet because we we want that frog and we want that coin. Um, I, also, I think Kermit would be a really great guest on the podcast. We can ask would. him about what the Rainbow Connection is and all that fun stuff. Yeah, what it means to him. And, and uh, I could talk to him about Robin for a, an extended amount of time because... I got some questions love, about who are Robin's parents and where are they? <laughs> I Okay, again, headcanon. I like to believe, since Kermit is the oldest... He has uh, a younger sister who is uh, the second oldest and that uh, she and, and her husband, or I guess ex-husband now, um, had Robin. And Robin stays between the three uh, pads, quote unquote, uh, of Kermit and her house and uh, his father's house. Also, Scooter's working on the casting cast. That's just how our podcast got started, because we were just going to talk <laughs> about the biopic. He's coming for our brand. We have to go after him. We have to forget the frog. We need to go after Scooter. Scooter's the real threat. Scooter, I'm, <laughs> I'm going to come after you. I'm going to find your sister. I'm going to find your sister. She's going to be my wife. <laughs> You're coming up for my brand. I'm gonna marry your sister. I'm gonna marry your sister. <laughs> I feel like Taylor Swift right now because there's a man named Scooter that's coming after me, and my brand, and my livelihood. <laughs> God, very good. Thank you, Mary, for that. Love that. Also, he didn't mention um, Walter in that, and I feel like Walter would just make a Muppet fan podcast. Actually, I have. Oh, a, he's gonna be our guest. Actually, I have another special announcement. Uh, I actually t had a personal correspondence with Walter's tw secret Twitter account. He will be joining yeah. as a co-host of the podcast permanently, starting yes. uh, February thirty first of next year. Yeah, I'm yeah. Ready. I I've been talking to him on on the Tough Pigs forums and uh, Muppet Central forums, and you know we we're close friends. So next year, February thirty first. He'll be a permanent co-host. There'll be four of us now. He's he's gonna he's so excited to be a part of it, guys. You have no idea. His schedule is just so busy right now. He, I am excited that his uh, schedule is busy. That means there's stuff in the works. Actually, <laughs> he's um Gary and Mary's wedding got pushed back due to the pandemic, so he's really <laughs> helping them plan that. Yeah, they they were like, we're gonna wait until 2020 to have a, a wedding. <laughs> We're going to wait almost a decade. <laughs> and then, uh, uh, there's actually a sequel to The Muppets 2011 that many people don't know about. It uh, also stars Jason Siegel. It's called The Five-Year Engagement. And <laughs> I'm, I have to leave. <laughs> I have stood up. I'm leaving. <laughs> Jesus. Also in Random Muppet. Like a great podcast. Also no, in Muppet News. We can't get into this. No, we can't get into this. This is Jason Siegel personal news. We cannot get into this. You're fine. I won't go over it then, but call me. Don't. Don't. Don't call her. Jason. 
We, we, we know, know you're not listening, but. No, we know he's listening to this one. <laughs> okay. I think, I think that's, I think that's all for, all right, for that we should. have on the dock. All right. I'm just going to do a quick, some shout outs. We mentioned the lovely person who did our, uh, our fan, fan, who did our, not our fan, our, um, our cover fan. art. I cannot talk today. I'm so sorry. Our friend <laughs> who did, no, I think I said our, our friend who did our, who did our fan, our friend who did our cover art. <laughs> I cannot talk. Why are you doing a podcast? Why are you hosting <laughs> a podcast if you can't talk? I have a dream. <laughs> Got it. We all have a dream and we're fulfilling the dream today. Um, all right. But continue. our, oh, sorry. But uh, air, uh, Airfare at three, thank you for, Thank you to her. She did our, our uh, cover art and our social media header as well. And I'd also like to thank, I'm sorry, I'm just making sure I don't screw up anybody's names. Dennis, who did the uh, voices for the intro and the outro, and you can follow him on Twitter at turning the number two stone. He's going to be in the description as well. Uh, so thank you to him. And you can find all of us on our personal socials as well. On Twitter, I'm at the animated emo, all one word. You can find me there. Uh, I am at Nerdy Maria Mania, all one word. You can find me on any social media under that at. And I'm at Pal Poo Sprout, like the Kingdom Hearts fruit. All right. Nice. And if you just want to follow the podcast in general on Twitter, you can follow us there at Muppets underscore talking. Thank you so much. Yay. We can, we'll hopefully see you soon. Bye. Bye. And for my final trick, I will make this podcast end. I'm going to need complete silence for this. <laughs>